first corinthians chapter 3 verse 1 Yes, please. First Corinthians chapter three, verse one, and this is the New International Revised Version. It says, "Brothers and sisters, I couldn't speak to you as people who live by the Holy Spirit. I had to speak to you as people who are still following the ways of the world. You aren't growing as Christ wants you to. You are still like babies." Can you read? From the King James Version also. speak unto you as unto spiritual but as unto carnal even as unto babes in Christ Amen so we are beginning a new journey called how to be a spiritual Christian how to be a spiritual Christian in Christianity, spirituality is very important. Without being spiritual, you can't work with God. Because first of all, let's look at John chapter 4 verse 24. John chapter 4 verse 24. Yes, please. Okay, so New International Revised says, God is spirit. His worshipers must worship him in spirit and in truth. God is spirit. 
and without the ability to go to the place of the spirit you cannot even worship god so spirituality is very very important it's not enough to be a christian it's not enough to go to church you can go to church and not be a spiritual person it's not enough to give offerings pay tithes but your very life must be guided by the Holy Spirit the Holy Spirit Amen actually the Bible says Amen. The, the Bible says that there are things that wants to influence us There are things that want to influence us. And that which influences you determines how you live. And the type of life you live classifies you as the individual person you have become. So we are looking at how to become a spiritual Christian. Trying to remember the scripture where it talks about the kind of influences. All right, when I remember, we'll go into that. First Corinthians 3, verse 1 says that I could not speak unto you as unto spiritual so even in communicating with a fellow believer in Christ Jesus we need to speak to each other as spiritual people not carnal people the reason is that God is a spirit first of all to do business with God you must become spiritual you have to do business with him in the spirit and then human being is in three dimensions you are a spirit the human being is a spirit you have a soul which is made up of your intellect your mind your feelings your emotions and then you are in the flesh so you are a spirit being, you have a soul, and you are living in a body. Let us look at that scripture so that you know that. You are a spirit being.
for trying to do okay first Thessalonians chapter 5 verses First Thessalonians five twenty three. Please go ahead and read it. First Thessalonians five and twenty three says, "God is the God who gives peace. May He make you holy through and through. May your whole spirit, soul, and body be kept free from blame. May you be without blame from now until our Lord Jesus Christ comes." May your whole spirit, soul, and body. So man is in three dimension. Soulish, you are a spirit being. God, when God created you in his image, he created you in his image as a spirit person. A spirit being produces produced a spirit being, but in this level of creativity he allowed the spirit being to be in the body angels are spirits but they are using the spiritual body and not the physical one demons are spirits they want to communicate with us they use human beings they possess them they enter them so they have that basic understanding that i am a spirit being i have a soul and i live in a body amen now if any of these three parts of you is the dominant one in your life then you are tamed as that person. For instance, if it is your flesh that dominates you and is what makes you live the way, live your life, is what causes the short, then you are a fleshly person. And we've seen the desires of the flesh over and over and over again in Galatians chapter 5, verse 19. When he says the works of the flesh are these, go to Galatians 5.19, my wife.
Galatians chapter 5 19 519. The result of sin's control in our lives is clear. It includes sexual sins, impure acts, and wild living. The result of sin. I want the King James Version. And read from verse 16 when you open the King James Version. So 16 to 19? To um, 20 to 21. Or yes, to twenty twenty one, sixteen to twenty one. All right. It says, "Oh wait, that can King James version." Okay. Okay. So it says. This I say then, walk in the spirit, and ye shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. For the flesh lusteth against the spirit, and the spirit against the flesh. And these are contrary, the one to the other, so that ye cannot do things that ye would. But if ye be led of the spirit, ye are not under the law. Now the works of the flesh are manifest, which are these, adultery, fornication, uncleanness lasciviousness idolatry witchcraft hatred variant emulation wrath strife seditions heresies envyings murders drunkenness revelings and such like of the which I tell you before as I have also told you in time past that they which do such things shall not inherit the kingdom of God they which do such things what things they which follow the works of the flesh which who allow their flesh to lead them people who are dominated by their flesh live lifestyles that are these things that have been listed so they may call themselves christians but they are not they are fleshly christians so if you find yourself a christian and you are fornicating what it means is that you are a fleshly christian you are not a spiritual christian because it is your flesh that has dominated your life. It is the flesh that is making you live. Actually, the word noun, um, um, the word walk in the spirit, in verse 16, the word walk is the word peripateo, which is the meaning, the Greek is called peripateo. 
peripateo, which um, means to live, to regulate one's life, to conduct one's life. Amen. So your life can be guarded and, and, and led or guided and led by your body, your flesh, and what it what it wants. And if you are the type that your flesh and what it wants is the one that is leading, then you are tempted as a fleshly Christian. You are not the type of Christian God is looking for. You are a fleshly Christian. Amen. Amen. Now, the soulish part of you can also dominate your life. You understand? The soulish part of you, which is made up of your intellect, emotions, feelings, that can be the governing factor. And when that happens, you are a soulish Christian. You are not a spiritual Christian. Where... You are more logical than having faith and walking by faith. See, faith is spiritual. Amen. And then we can now go to where the spirit dominates you. You are called a spiritual Christian. Now, the truth is that it is better to be a spiritual Christian than a carnal or fleshy Christian or a soulish Christian. It is also better to marry a spiritual Christian than a carnal or fleshly type of Christian or soul. Imagine you have married someone who follows his flesh. The flesh likes to commit fornication. The flesh likes to do all kinds of demonic, unclean things. The flesh... Christian commits adultery. She is married to you, is married to you, but would want to go behind you to sleep with somebody else. So you can be a Christian like that. Or there are Christians that are like that. They go to church, but they believe in fornication. And it has even increased. Right now we have those who say they are homosexuals and lesbians, they want God to bless their homosexual marriages. Are you guys focusing here? I feel you're a little distracted. So there are homosexual Christians who now says they are Christians. But it's just that they want to live the way they want to live. And God should not question how they want to live. You are not a Christian just because you go to church. Huh? <laughs> we worship God in spirit. Because look look at John 4 24. 
look at John chapter 4, verse 24 again. Kobe, please keep quiet. Um, John chapter 4, let's start from verse 21 to verse 23. Which angel are you seeing? You are trying to back at my angels that are here with me. Let them be here. Okay, John 4, 21 to 23. Yes, please. Jesus said, woman, believe me, a time is coming when you will not worship the Father on this mountain or in Jerusalem. You Samaritans worship what you don't know. We worship what we do know salvation comes from the jews but a new time is coming in fact it is already here true worshipers will worship the father in spirit and in truth they are the kind of worshipers the father is looking for so god is looking for what people who worship the father in spirit and in truth He's not just looking for people to worship him, but he's, he's looking for a peculiar group of people. A peculiar. People with a, a certain type of distinctiveness about them. And so, if you are not that peculiar individual, unfortunately, all your worship is in vain. So, it is not about where you worship all but it is about how you worship the father said so forget that it's not about jerusalem or here or there it's about those who worship the father in spirit amen so when you are a spiritual christian what it means is that you are more influenced by spiritual things and your spirit man is fully developed fully grown a carnal or fleshly christian or soulish christian are those who go by their feelings and feelings can be very fleeting and dangerous you don't follow god by feelings Mm. you don't serve God by feelings so from today have the desire to be more spiritual look at Romans 8 verse 6 Romans chapter 8 verse 6 she needs you can read it the amplified or whichever version you have And then my wife, you can also read your version. Was it Romans 6, 8? Romans chapter 8, verse 6. 
Okay, so Romans 8 and 6 says, The thoughts of a person ruled by sin bring death, but the mind ruled by the Spirit brings life and peace. Okay. Amen. Amen. Romans 8.6 Amplified Now the mind of the flesh is death both now and forever because it pursues sin but the mind of the spirit is life and peace the spiritual well-being that comes from walking with God both now and forever. Read it again. Amen. Please read it again. Romans 8, 6, Amplified. Now the mind of the flesh is death, both now and forever, because it pursues sin. But the mind of the spirit is life and peace, the spiritual well-being that comes from walking with God, both now and forever. Amen. So you're actually dead when you are governed by your mind and not just your mind but your carnal mind because you can have a spiritual mind your mind can be changed into the spirit or your mind can be more spiritual where it follows the spirit leading direction and it's very very important to understand this so that in your work with god you must yearn more to be spiritual than to be carnal and you see the bible says that women are the weaker vessels so as a woman you also even have to understand yourself that you are more subject to follow your feelings than to be more spiritual because of the nature of how God created you guys. You know, you are very more emotional than... So a great woman is a woman that does not allow her feelings, her emotions to govern her. A great woman is a woman that allows herself to be governed by the Holy Spirit. And you, you, when you meet a great woman who is governed and led by the Holy Spirit, they are very spiritual. Their feelings do not control them. Amen. Their emotions are not... You know, there are people... I mean, <laughs> there are women who follow their feelings and when they find themselves following their feelings, they don't want to have anything to do with God. Because they are emotional, because... And sometimes, you listen to the excuses, they are very funny excuses. Flimsy and funny excuses. You know? I've had encounters with all kinds of women. Who have all kinds of excuses. By the fact that they are being governed. I remember, there was a movie I watched... <laughs> called Sunday Morning Rapture. In this movie, the woman, in this movie, the woman had a child 
she already had a son and then she became pregnant and gave birth to a baby girl and the baby girl died she says she's not going to church again <laughs> she spent time in bed crying and crying the husband encouraged her ah she didn't know that that morning rapture was about to take place she said all kinds of things against God. And that morning when the rapture took place, she was left behind. But that one even is a movie. Let's talk about a real one. When you, when you, I, I've seen pastors, listen, one day a pastor woke up and the wife was holding his penis with a knife about to cut it. The pastor opened his eyes like this. His own wife. Hey, that's not a spiritual wife. <laughs> a wife that wants to cut off your penis with a knife in the middle of your sleep. This one, you cannot fight her. You have to be very romantic immediately because if you dare joke, you are gone. But a spiritual wife will never do that. Because she will not be governed and led by her feelings. So, we are all supposed to be spiritual. But what I'm trying to say is that if you understand how weak you are, then you will rather be more dependent on the Holy Spirit to help you. Amen. Men sometimes become emotional. But the dominant one is the women. Just by the nature of how God created you. You know. But you, you must learn to allow yourself to be spiritually guarded. Amen. So it is very important to become spiritual Christians. How do you become a spiritual Christian? I'm going to give a series of points. But just in the next 5, 6, 10 minutes. Let's look at the first one. You become a spiritual Christian by praying often. You see, prayer keeps us closer to God. Because anybody you spend time to talking to becomes close to you. Whoever, naturally, if you ever have a conversation with someone very often, you get close to the person. You're naturally inclined to the person. In the same way, a Christian who spends a lot of time talking to God will become will, will come close to him. Amen. Those who are close to God are those who have spent a lot of time with God. The more you the more you talk to God, the more you even begin to fall in love with God. Because the more you get to know Him, and the more He expresses Himself to you, you express yourself to Him. That's how people fall in love. Many of us forget that if you continuously communi communicate with someone, he or she becomes close to you. So, there are people... You, do you know that you can unknowingly fall in love with a man or a woman who is not your partner just by the continuous communication you have with a person? Why did you do that, Kiara? What's the meaning? 
live up to God. You can unknowingly fall in love with someone. I there, I remember there was a marriage that was there were um, arguments and a couple of challenges in the house, and when the woman the woman was a doctor when she goes to work, she has this doctor male friend that you know talks to her counsels her and she began to fall in love unknowing with the doctor because she said the, the doctor cares more about him than the husband because she's having argument in the house and She goes to her girlfriends, they spend time together. The girls also see all kinds of things, especially because they are also unmarried people. They have all kinds of things they are saying about men. And then when she gets to work to the man, the doctor man is it just high. It means a different whole message to her. Just high. I, I mean... As the man is saying, she is hearing, love, love you, falling in love strangely with a man. And she felt the man understood her more and better than the husband. Wait till he, become, he comes to live with you in the house. And you find out whether he understands you more than your husband. And it's amazing. The husband was a fire service man who was killing fire, risking his life to save people's children, family stuck in fire, buildings. And if you even listen to the argument, very funny. She wants the man to come home from that tedious work and dangerous work and come and wash dishes and prepare even food for her in order anyways a spiritual christian learns how to adjust i didn't come here to talk about that all i'm saying i came to say is that the bible is saying that we must strive to become spiritual christian amen it's very important strive to become a spiritual christian let me tell you there are some things God does his part. There are some things you also have to do your part. God will not come and sit you down and carry the Bible and put it inside your head. You must discipline yourself to read the Bible. You must discipline yourself to fast. You must discipline yourself to pray. Now it's not God. There are things you have to do, rise up to do it. If you are lazy about it, fortunately, things will not work the way they are supposed to work and you will not become the person you are supposed to become. I don't want to go further because I have been prompted a few minutes earlier that our time is about. Alright, so I bring our message to an end for today. We are ending our Bible studies here. We will continue tomorrow and then Wednesday. If you have a question you can please ask if not bring the bible studies to an end please go ahead so what was the f- number one you said how to become a spiritual christian what by, was the first one by praying very 
often. A prayerful Christian is a spiritual Christian. The more you pray, the more you become spiritual, the more you get to spend time with God, and the more God spends time with you. other question no other question let us pray father we thank you for such an opportunity to sit under your feet and learn from you we pray that we will have a deeper understanding of how important this is and we will make it our vision our goal our aim to become spiritual people so that we can relate with you more because you are a spirit being in Jesus' mighty name, amen. Amen.